Jacob Radlinski, known as Jake Radlinski from Grand Rapids West Catholic, his father, Paul Radlinski, who I've known a long time, maybe as long as I've been on the air here in West Michigan and across the state with Applied Imaging, and life is all about paths and circles and who you know. And fall of uh, 2021, um, at Grand Rapids West Catholic, my son's freshman Forest Hills Eastern football team is playing uh, the Falcons. It's going to be a good game. I run into Paul, say hello, and his son was playing for the West Catholic freshman, and his older son, uh, Jake, was there and uh, playing for West Catholic varsity. We talked, and I really was impressed with his kids, and just good to catch up with Paul. It was a great game. Uh, we move on. Uh, Force Hills Eastern then in high school basketball. My sons didn't play, but I went to the game. The district was at West uh, last March, uh, almost a year ago, and I saw Jake and and I told him, hey, man, a great season. How you doing? Yeah, I'm going to run track and looking forward to football. How's the family? Uh, what are you thinking about with school? And just, uh, you know, I had a natural connection with conversation with him. Really good guy. And then in May, because I followed Paul forever uh, on Facebook, I see a post with Pray for Jake, uh, a church, a prayer uh, service. And I'm like, what's going on? So I remember uh, sending uh, Paul a message, and he you know gets back to me, and I'm like, "Wow, are you kidding me? Yeah, they uh, found a, a mass, or Jake thought he was just feeling ill, running track for West, and went to the hospital, and thought it was going to be routine uh, checkup or diagnosis, and he ends up with Hodgkin's or Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh, has a very delicate surgery. This is May of 2022 now." And I remember just sending him a, a DM off of Twitter, like, hey, man, thinking of you, anything I can do, stay strong. And we started communicating a lot. And his journey, folks, uh, is one of the great stories I've ever come across in my life. From May of 2022, the diagnosis, the surgery, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Here comes chemo during the summer 2022. I then find out late summer that Jake had... Uh, and he tells me on DM, yeah, I'm working out with the football team, going to try and play. And I'm like, wow, are you kidding me? Maybe, okay, he's just going to stand on the sidelines, wear a uniform. No, he's going to be the holder. And he's working out with the kicker and the long snapper. And I'm like, dude. And then I check in in August, how you doing? And uh, he says, yeah, football's going good, but I had a little setback. And he's always positive. Uh, a little setback, yeah, I blew out my knee at the cottage. Uh, and But I'm still going to uh, try and play. Well, you know, he did. He put on the brace. He was the holder for Grand Rapids West Catholic, and they went all the way. They won the championship. It wasn't a Disney movie script. It was real life, and it was a journey that Landon Groves, the head coach at West Catholic, his assistants, anybody I've talked to connected to West Catholic, uh, Jake Radlinski, just an inspiration uh, to me, to so many people, and for the Radlinski family to have the holidays to appreciate 2022 and start a new year and to watch Jake walk through the door and we're talking about where he's going to go to college or he's going to try and run track and he's walking. He's going to be able to get on an exercise bike now after knee surgery for blowing out his knee last summer. But the whole season with a brace uh, going through chemo and he rang that bell. And I remember Paul and I think Stacy, his mother, shared the video, and I shared it when he's at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, and you see these stories that come around the corner. They're goosebumps, even if you don't know the person, and they ring the bell. And the doctors are lined up, 
And not only that, Bell almost was the signal to West Catholic, we're going to go win it all at Ford Field, and they did. And Man, Jake Radlinski in studio with us with his father, Paul. Uh, Jake, so good to have you in studio. Thank you. All right, well, take me back to May when you're not feeling well, you're running track, when you first get the news. Um, yeah, so I was running track, and I noticed kind of throughout the season, after my races, I'd have a little cough or it'd take longer to catch my breath, and I thought it was nothing. But then um, I started to feel sick. I got a high fever. So we ended up going into ER, and that's when we found out the news. And they told you that, that there was a surgery was needed, and at the time there wasn't the diagnosis. They still had to do the biopsy and all the medical procedures, correct? Yeah, so at first they just suspected lymphoma from a chest x-ray. They saw the mass in my chest. But then it wasn't for another couple of weeks. We had to have, at first, a needle biopsy surgery, but that was inconclusive. They couldn't figure out what it was. So I had yet another biopsy surgery where they were able to give the diagnosis, and I had a couple other scans as well. So what was that like uh, for you and, and Paul, his father, joining us in studio? I, I can't imagine. You know, as a father of five children myself, for uh, you, uh, for your wife, for your extended family, Paul, uh, what was that like when you guys got the news yeah, that, was, that he had Hodgkin's lymphoma? Yeah, it was difficult, obviously. Um, you know, we we leaned on our faith. We leaned on the community uh, surrounding us and, um, you know, a lot of prayers and, um, you know, finding strength through um, the West Side and the people that were there, um, you know, and, and obviously Jake's strength. Um, you know, and him through everything, um, you mentioned how positive he is, and, and he is. He's just, he's that type of kid that um, he's so positive and he's, and he's so strong with everything that, that he's been through and the adversity that he's, he's faced at such a young age. So, Jake, uh, you, you go through the biopsies, the surgeries, uh, it's progressing, it's doing well. Uh, a lot of people showing up at the hospital, supporting you, your family's there 24 uh, 7. You then uh, get word that to beat it, you're going to need chemo, right? Right. And how long was that first program of chemotherapy? So it was all the way through the summer. Um, I had seven cycles, and uh, I would go, I'd be at the hospital sometimes five days in a row. But all the people there, they were great, from the nurses to the oncologists to all the doctors. Everyone is super positive. And despite the circumstances, getting chemo, the environment was great, and everyone was positive and it was hard to not be positive just because everyone around you is encouraging you can do this and it was just a really good environment and that was helen devos children's hospital yeah that was at helen devos yeah five days in a row getting chemo yeah how, how long was that a couple hours each time uh sometimes it'd be a couple hours sometimes i'd be in there all day from seven in the morning till five at night depending on how busy it was they um they make all the chemo there to order so sometimes it would take longer when it was busy but they were long days, that's for sure. So, but from just the tone and the sound of it, you were you hunkered down and you were you were gonna you were gonna give it your all and fight this, right? Yeah. Some days I wasn't feeling my best. Some days I was feeling better. It was kind of a roller coaster of ups and downs on how I was feeling. So, when I needed to rest, I would rest. When I could do things, I'd be there. Especially with the football team or doing things with family. When I was feeling great, I would be there. And when I wasn't feeling great, I'd be resting and healing up. And what were you thinking just inside your head when you're going through all this? I was just thinking about what can I do now to make the most of things so I do whatever I could do to make the most of the circumstances in the moment. And then I'd also think about what's to come, that it's only temporary. It's not going to last forever. So you never had any doubt you were going to beat it? 
I no, don't know. Yeah, so you, you do chemo uh, all summer, right? Right. So then when, when does, because again, it was about survival. It was about living. Right. It wasn't about football. It wasn't about all the way you had done at West Catholic. But when, when, when does, hey, man, I think I might give football a shot. While, while you're taking chemo, when does that come into play? Um, it just kind of came out like the players had never stopped reaching out to me, giving me encouragement. So I never felt disconnected from the team, players, coaches, everyone. We were still in touch. And um, it wasn't until right before our first game. So uh, Carson Beekman, our kicker, and Dom Inbody, our long snapper. Dom had also um, had a pretty bad injury that spring with his foot. And he had just gotten cleared right before our first game. And um, so the three of us, we've been doing PATs and field goals since freshman year. So we just got that news right before, and I had a conversation with my doctor if I could do it. So it was right before our first game, but we were able to get together and get our timing down, and we were able to do PATs and field goals through the whole season. So what Coach Grove said when you came to him and said, hey, I know I'm just uh, wrapping up chemo, uh, but I want to I wanna play. I want to be the holder. Yeah, he. we had a guy in place if I wasn't going to be there, but he was like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I can do it, Coach. And he never had a doubt. He believed in me, and I thank Coach for that, for trusting in me to do the job. Gosh, I tell you what, and I, I think I saw the Facebook photos, Paul, that when he puts on that uniform, it had nothing to do with the team, the uniform, who won or lost uh, a game. But for you, your wife, Stacy, your family, you know, and you mentioned – uh, the Rad Strong and Uncle Mark, your brother, uh, who was a football player, Catholic Central, Grand Rapids Catholic Central, Saginaw Valley, uh, with his company. They had the Rad Strong t-shirts were everywhere. They were, you're, you're wearing one today. I gave Superfly Rad Strong hat. They were. It, it was a. It was a team effort uh, beyond West Catholic. But that first game, you see him in uniform. Yeah, it was a heck of a day. It's waterworks. Oh. It is, isn't it? It was a heck of a day seeing Jake, you know, run out into the field. Um, you know, it was at Hope College as well, so it was one heck of an environment. And it, uh, yeah, you talk about waterworks. There wasn't a dry eye in our family mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Seeing him, seeing him out there, put the helmet on, and you know, in the green and white, it was it was amazing. And for me, from a distance, uh, to communicate with you since May to watch it all come together, I'm like. Damn, dude, just keep it going, and just keep it, you know, just keep, keep it going, and you did, and you're snapping all year, uh, and then the ringing of the bell was that right before the playoffs began, or was it after week one of the playoffs? Uh, I think it was after week one. Yeah, right. I thought it was right after week one, and yeah. I see that video, and they, someone's got their slow mo working on their iPhone 14, and yep. here's Big Jake <laughs> coming around the corner, and you. When you rang that bell, what was going through your head? Uh, it was just like a feeling of finally, like we did this, and it was it was super exciting. All the people that at the hospital that have helped me along the road, they were all there cheering me on. So it was it was just a very exciting, happy day. Yeah, man. A little and thing about this is that, and I kind of did the parallels of the opening game we talked about, Paul. Then ringing the bell down the hallway with lined up with the you know Rad Strong signs and family and close friends and all the doctors and nurses and support staff that were there with you every step of the way. Uh, we, we, we never can overlook uh, what those men and women uh, do for kids, do for adults, do for families. Definitely. And then, then I fast forward to uh, the walk, uh, which is really cool at West Catholic home football games. When I, I kept telling you, I'm going to see a game yeah. and my son was playing and I'm just trying to find the schedule and, 
Okay, so they get knocked out of the playoffs, and I see you have a Saturday game against Constantine on the west side of Grand Rapids. I'm like, I'm going to go. I tell Paulie I'm going to be there. He says, yeah, we'll be tailgating, which the West Catholic tailgate is better than any restaurant or brew pub you've ever been to. And, uh, and then you do the walk, and that's the first time I've seen you in person with the uni. You know, they do a walk where you guys walk down and round through the tailgate. It's really cool, like yeah. some colleges do. And, and I see you, and I'm like, damn. Man, I'm like going, man, this is... I stand on the sidelines. I watch you out there holding. You guys go to work on Constantine, and I'm like, you know, this team's on a mission. I think it was Mark Johnson or someone I told. I said, this team is on a mission. And then, and I think you were a big part of that inspiration. Not that you asked for it or said play for me or it was fake or scripted that th- this team was locked in. Yeah, for sure. Everyone was. And And then you guys take care of business. You get roughed up a little bit in the semifinals. Yeah. Right, <laughs> so, yeah. so you know, cheap shots you late in the game. And, Took a nice hit. Yeah, yeah, probably didn't know your story, so you didn't take it personal. I was like, man, it felt good. I haven't been able to hit anyone in a while. Actually, <laughs> got, got in the game, got jacked. You yeah. know, getting carted off. He's like, man, this is great. I love West Catholic football. <laughs> and then that win though put you at Ford Field. Yeah, and like the perfect script from May till the end of November on a Thanksgiving weekend, where we're all thankful. And I'm there, and I brought my son Ace and one of his teammates, Nathaniel and Wiki, and my son Legend, and we were on Mark Eagle, you know, on the sidelines for all the games. And Forest Hill Central was playing, and then you guys were playing, and South Christian was playing, and it was really a West Side flavor to it. But I remember, man, I I look in the tunnel where the Lions come out, and I'm standing there, uh, and I always like to see the teams come out of the tunnel because it's really that's Ford Field, it's high school. And, right. And I'm kind of thinking with my son and Nathaniel, you guys need to do this one day, right? And, and let them feel it. And I could see they were feeling it. But, man, I turned and saw you up towards the front, and I'm like going, damn, someone pinch me. Is this real? Is it? And then you, and then that's when your brother walked by, and I'm like, first I thought it, I did the double take. I wasn't sure if it was you. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's not, he's not playing. And it was your brother. And I asked one of the – a couple West Catholic – Boosters, or maybe the guys that do the games on Michigan Sports Radio for West. Right. Have been. I go, well, go, yeah, his brother got hurt a couple weeks before something, right? Yeah. And and he, and so he's walked by before the team runs out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like going, wow. And then I see you, man. And then West Catholic just went to work. I don't know how no big schools are looking at Timmy Klaska. I don't know what more he needs to do. He's a D1 running back. Uh, and he is. I don't, I don't care what level. I don't care what level, D1 running back. Yeah. has nothing to do with our connection. He's just a, I watched him what he did to our school as a junior, and I'm like, this dude is – I'm glad he reopened. Nothing against the Air Force, and he was very nice in it, but uh, he's a D1 running back. For sure. He's a stud. And then you win it. Yeah. So when, when not – forget me being there, is that when you're there with your team getting ready to come out of Ford Field, is it like you're running a home movie through your head and thinking about things and teammates and family and especially what you've been through since last May? Was it like that? Yeah, it was like a dream come true. Obviously, uh, in the past, West Catholic has been there, but and all of us on the team, we had grown up saying like, hey, that's going to be us someday. We're going to do that. And now in our time in high school until our senior year it happened so it was it was like a dream come true to run out in the field did, did you think about everything you'd been through in that year uh, not just football season but off the field and since may and, and here you are running out and i always love how west comes out with the american flag and 
Coach Grills comes by, gives me a fist bump, and I'm like, these guys are ready. He could just see it. But for you, thinking about that year, uh, man, that, that had to be special. Yeah, I was super grateful. Obviously, aside from everything, just to be in the state championship was amazing. But everything that I had been through, that the team had been through, to still be there means a lot. So you guys win. Yeah. There he goes. Celebration. Ford Field. Best team, D6, right, wasn't it? Yep, D6. D6. Uh, Coach Groves hopes that your D5 with Catholic Central, Grand Rapids Catholic Central next year, he would like to play them. He's told me that a couple of times. And when you win, uh, first person you hug, say thanks, was a teammate. Uh, I assume your parents, you went over to the wall to uh, say hello to them. What was it like the minute you guys won the state title? Yeah, it was I couldn't tell you the first person I hugged. I probably hugged everyone on the team. We were all just super happy. Um, one thing I can say about Tim that you mentioned about Tim earlier, I was like, hey, thanks, Tim, for keeping the team together. And he's like, no, thank you for encouraging the team, for giving us motivation. So that stuck. That meant a lot. But from every coach, every player, everyone had something to say. And despite the circumstances, we, we did it. And you know what? The team didn't say it. You didn't say it. It was private uh, with inside the team. And But after the fact, uh, what Tim told you, what I've heard from Landon and the staff I've met from West, uh, you did inspire them. And, and it shows the power of sports, the power of believing you're going to beat something. And, and we're talking real life with Hodgkin's lymphoma, which you rang the bell to your team uh, getting there in the end. It's like the most incredible May to end of November somebody could have. Yeah, for sure. And and Paul, when you're there at Ford Field, and again with your, your extended family and Uncle Mark and wife Stacy and your other two children, uh, what are you thinking when you see them ready to come out of the tunnel? And then what what's going through your head? What are you guys feeling when the game ends? Yeah, I mean, I, w- I will say, you know, we we talk about taking a day at a time um, and, you know, don't let the highs be too high, don't let the lows be too low um but it was really hard not to uh just feel so much elation uh to see these kids and in all of them uh, how hard they worked putting all the work during the summer uh to finally get that win at ford field they all worked so hard the community deserved it the team deserved it uh all the coaches it was it was just amazing it was um it was just a great great celebration and then we get back to west catholic at night hoist the trophy inside the school the band is playing it was unreal almost almost like remember the titans you know when you get goosebumps um from how great it was uh, it's hard to describe unless unless you're there and you're a part of it just how amazing it really was bill and for you the personal journey which is always the personal journey for your mom stacy your father paul uh, Jake, for your brother, for your sister, for Uncle Mark, the rest of the Radlinski family. If I named them all, we'd be on air probably to eleven thirty tonight. That circle to be there to watch you—that's uh, a snapshot for the rest of your life. It is uh, to know what all of you did together, and to get to that point. For sure. I mean, that is uh, that, that. Like I said, it's it, it's real. And, and and now on the update side of things, your your health is fine, right? Yeah, just recovering from my uh, ACL surgery now. I'm about seven weeks out. From and when did you hurt the ACL? That was it summer? Or? Yeah, I heard it in the summer, and I didn't know I actually tore my ACL for about a month because it didn't bother me a ton, and then I finally had it looked at, and 
Yeah, so it was but about- it wasn't shutting down the football season. It was no. putting on the brace and still, uh, well, you just finished chemo, still good to um, play football for Grand Rapids West Catholic. Yep, I wore the brace and we waited to have the reconstruction from ACL. We waited for that surgery until after the football season. And it went well. It went well. And you're, there's even uh, there's even a uh, there's a shot that you could be running track at some point for Grand Rapids West Catholic. Not sure, but there's there's you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance, yeah. PT is going well. I'll probably be able to start jogging uh, pretty soon. So I'll probably be running by then. We're not sure about competitively sprinting or anything, but practicing with the team, doing some running, that's a high possibility. I'm not going to count you out. Uh, I think the track record from last May through uh, 2022, uh, chances are we'll probably see on a track. And if we don't see you there, you're talking uh, about college options. You've been accepted to a ton of schools. Not sure if you're going to stay local, go to a big school. You're Mentioned Aquinas, possibly being able to run track there, and you still have that competitive itch, as uh, your father said before we started. Yeah, a lot of options for sure. Um, I'm not sure yet. I'm super blessed to have all those options. So, yeah. You're young. How, how old are you, 18 now? I'm 18. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you uh, you lived a lot of life from May to uh, where you're at now. Yeah, definitely been like the most influential period of my life, that's for sure. Yeah, and things, you, what, what do you think you learned from it the most that you'll take with you when you talk about the rest of your life, Jake? And by the way, Jake Radlinski, Paul Radlinski in studio. Uh, Jake's story we just shared, they're both out of Grand Rapids. Uh, I met Paul you know, probably 20 years ago when Applied Imaging uh, was a small operation and now they're a statewide operation and they've grown to Applied Innovation, which... Sounds like a new jetliner or something that John and J.K. put together, but uh, they're doing well, and they do it because they're good with people. Uh, but for you, Jake, uh, the rest of your life, if you're 80 sitting there with your grandchildren at a birthday celebration, what are you going to remember from May 2022 through the end of the year? Uh, ultimately, just to take everything day by day. You don't look ahead. You don't look back. You just, you wake up in the morning. This is what I'm going to do today, whether it be something small or something big. You take everything day by day, and you do the best you can. And when you go to bed at night, you want to be happy for what you did. So wake up in the morning, do the best you can that day. And uh, one other thing is that there's so many good people in the world and people that want the best for you. There have been numbers and numbers of people that have reached out to me to encourage me along the way, whether it be my family, friends, people in the West Catholic community, or other people that people have connections through that are popular athletes today, like uh, Davis Warren. He's a quarterback at Michigan. He has a whole story about how he went through leukemia when he was younger, and now he's on the team at Michigan. And just got a scholarship. Ride. Yeah, he did. Yeah. This, was put, yeah. this, this was put on full ride. For sure. Yeah, so he has an awesome story as well and he reached out to me other athletes reached out to me um james connor he had a similar uh diagnosis to me and he's playing for the arizona cardinals now other athletes out there so many people like reached out to me like you might think those people are distant but it's really a small world on how many people are out there to encourage you and when the world might seem like it's not good there are so many good people out there that want the best for you well said Uh, that's a great spot uh, to finish it paul uh, man, to you and your wife, Stacy, and uh, your family and everybody at Grand Rapids West Catholic, uh, man, my best to you, Jake. You know, I'll stay in touch and 
Uh, thanks for coming in. I know Thank we tried you, to get the schedule. Jake has a busy schedule because I got PT. He's 18, I got this. Man. I got 18. Yeah. I got schedule. And then I'm starting to feel like I'm talking to my kids going, all right, look, how many times? I got, I could, what day can we do? Uh-huh. Right? And then we worked it out and you came in and I knew you'd knock it out of the park. You were a little you. quiet when we started uh, before we went on, but yeah. it's nerve wracking. Yeah. Uh, this is like, uh, you know, you hear 19 stations, you hear... But you sat down and you're just great, man. Thank you. I mean, the really, studio is a Taj Mahal, Bill. It is. I mean, it is a Taj Mahal. It's be tough to come into work yeah, every day. Yeah, the Windex bottle over there by the window is. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that the same one they have the Taj Mahal. And the pictures when you see the sunset, you see the same Windex. Beautiful. Bottle. Yeah, Paul. Thank you, man. Thank I mean you, Bill. that. And uh, my best to you, Jake. And you. I hope to see you in track. If not, uh, good luck graduating and whatever your choice is, the next chapter of your life, okay? Thank you so much. Yeah, and, and my best to Lana Grows, and uh, not only for winning the state championship, but uh, what they did for Jake as a team, as a school, uh, as a part of town, the West Side, a lot of hearts on the West Side, and what they did, and uh, you earned it. You were a part of it, and you know, like Timmy Klaska said, amen. Thank you. And thank you, Jake, okay? Thank you. All right, Jake Radlinski. Paul, good luck, man. You need anything, let me know. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. My best to John Lowry and his family and what they're going through over at Applied. Take care, man. All right. Paul Radlinski, Jake Radlinski in studio. Next segment, we're going to have Dave and Carol Van Andel from Van Andel Institute, which I think is kind of, and it wasn't planned that way, but Jake and Paul are in, and we're talking about Hodgkin's lymphoma and him battling through it. And then meanwhile, the Van Andel family and the Van Andel Institute here and downtown Grand Rapids is on a mission to find a cure for cancer, Parkinson's disease, and changing and saving lives. And it's the perfect uh, end to this hour. Dave and Carol Van Andel will be in studio. So now the question is, who has more on their ATM bank card? Jake Radlinski, <laughs> Paul Radlinski, or Dave and Carol? Money. It's not about money. I was just trying to be funny. But <laughs> don't worry. Jake's going, uh, don't include me in this game, Bill. Can you please? Uh, maybe someday I will because I'm going to go conquer the world, but I'm 18. <laughs> Thank, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. Uh, Paul and Jake Radlinski in studio. Dave and Carol Van Andel uh, will join us next.